Welcome everybody to the premiere of SOS, Stacy Own Sports Podcast Show. Uh, this is a spinoff show from Calling Clear Sports Show. Calling Clear is on ice right now, so I decided to go off on my own ventures and do this. So welcome to the premiere show. And what better way to start off with two ladies from the Girl Chat Sports Podcast Show based out of Las Vegas, Nevada, correct? Yes. Yeah, my, my next door neighbors, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got today, we got Mo and Mel. What's the word? How y'all ladies doing today? Hey. hey. Everybody good? Yeah, we good. We good? Yeah, right. good. Good. Let's, let's, let's. I'm going to be over, but we good. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do what we do best, which is talk about sports on these topics. And the first topic we have to talk about is a big rumor going around in the NBA. You know, free agency is going to ha- have to happen fast, happen quick. And the biggest rumor of all going around is the Philadelphia 76ers are interested in James Harden. James Harden. The 76ers, they're going into a new direction. They're, they're trying to eliminate the whole trust the process thing. Now going for the championship, they have Doc Rivers in the fold. Meanwhile, the Houston Rockets are going through a number of changes. Daryl Morey is not there no more. They got a new head coach. They're trying to retool that staff. And all of that equals to James Harden being possibly traded just a rumor but it might happen it might not happen so let's dive into that let's let's start with the Rockets side and Mo I'm gonna start with you should should the Rockets even though they're going through all these changes should they even entertain this should they even trade James Harden uh I mean if they did I don't think it would be too much of a loss it might be just because Mm. he puts up numbers you know what I mean uh, but it does also take a little bit away from Russ's game. So maybe it's one of those things that you have to have one or the other to make it work because it just d- didn't flow with both of them on the court, in my opinion. And if he were to go to Philly, I don't know how that dynamic would work. I don't see James Harden as a championship style player because I don't see him as a leader of a team either to lead a team to a championship. He's an added piece type person, but he plays very selfish basketball. And so I feel like, Anywhere he goes, how's that dynamic going to look for an Embiid and a Ben Simmons and all of that uh, when he's going to be your main person uh, scoring? So I, I, I don't know. Like, like you said, it's just talk. You know, I know Doc is wanting to put this t- dream team together and make some adjustments and stuff. And for James Harden, who's been on the Western region this whole time and now coming to an East, I don't even know if that's something he wants to do. So mm. you, you just never know. Yeah, how strange. Uh, Mel, shit. Should the Rockets even entertain the thought of trading away? I mean, I think it's and it's to entertain because look at the Rockets. I mean, they've done so many different moves within their organization over the course of James Harden's career there, and have yet to have a championship. So, how how long can you keep on playing the same old record? Now, like Mo said, you know. I think Harden dampers Westbrook's game a little bit. We've noticed that either one of them can play better when the other is not playing sometimes. Um, It would be, I think for me, it'd be like more so, is it going to be a trade? What kind of trade are we talking? Because I saw, I read an article today about possibly like a Ben Simmons for um, a James Harden. Maybe there's some other stuff on the side alongside that. But I think 
Ben Simmons going to the Rockets would be interesting. I think he would bring a whole new aspect to the Rockets, also give it some youth as well, too. Whereas James Harden, you know, can definitely bring the power and the shooting into uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. However, he may change everybody else's game on offense because of how much he does be greedy with the ball. So, um, you know, if they're looking for it, I mean, why not mix it up? This is 2020. Let's start mixing it up some more in basketball and see what happens. But um, it would be helpful for the 76ers to get some more offensive players there. Um, they're still a young team. So having maybe a veteran around would be helpful. And like for Houston, it'd be nice to probably get some youth over there so that they can maybe make it through the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing about, about this. Rockets, hell no, you don't trade away James Harden. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you're going to trade anybody away, it should be Westbrook. You should trade him away. You know, get his contract off the books and everything. And, you know, the Rockets, they don't need to make uh, big changes. They just need subtle changes. They just need, like, a big man and mm-hmm. get some quality bench players. And for the, the, the 76ers side, all they need is just, like, for real, all they need is just some shooters. If they get some knockdown three-point shooters, 3 and D type players, I think they'll go far. And, you know, like you said, um, uh, veteran leadership on their team. That's that's all they need. And Ben Simmons to stay healthy. Rockets, they they better not do that. If they, if they trade away James Harden, it's over. It's, it's over. They're they not going nowhere. They, they done. They done. They just, they just need to make <laughs> subtle changes. But can we imagine for a sec, James Harden with the 76ers. Like, Mo, you said that you think it'll be a weird fit, right? Yeah. And to your point, they do need a big. They got rid of their bigs, and I think that's what cost them uh, postseason. That's not having a big. They mm-hmm. all played small ball and no tall centers, no forwards that were big enough to handle that, uh, the series that they had, especially against my Lakers. I mean, you just don't do that. And I don't know what the bargaining chip is of having Harden uh, to a Philly team, like what Mel was saying, maybe possibly Ben Simmons coming down there. But, yeah, I, I don't see it. I, I don't see it working. I don't see him leaving the East, quite honestly. I, I think he's going to want to go to a championship already established team, if anything. They better not trade away Ben Simmons. That's my guy <laughs> right there. That's one of my favorite players. <laughs> he is Ben Simmons. Uh, uh, Mel, what, um, do you think the Philadelphia 76ers will be NBA Finals contenders or winners if they land James Harden and find some way to keep Embiid and Simmons in the fold? Um, well, I think that depends on Ben Simmons being healthy. Um, I think it also depends on, you know, as a Husky, my alumni, Matisse Stiple, uh, he's a great defender. His offensive game, though, is not that great. So you really need to be able to see if he's made some changes and some improvements on his game. Um you know, the East is coming back and we haven't seen the Brooklyn Nets come, you know, come with what they really got go, uh, going with their players, you know, and I think the East is going to be tougher than it has been. This year was still good, but I think next year is going to probably be even better. The NBA is going to be completely different next year. And we're talking about a shorter season as well, too. So it'll be interesting to see um, what happens, but I don't necessarily think that I don't know. Maybe James Harden's just cursed. I don't know. I just, mm. you know, he's not, he, he, he hasn't made that, uh, you know, he hasn't made that, that, that pull for the championship. Yeah. I, I think he just cursed just a little bit, but <laughs> um, what, what you said, um, it's a perfect segue about the NBA restarting this topic. Number two, the NBA 
more than likely will restart December 22nd, I believe, pre-Christmas. Um, they're going to vote on that. Um, as of right now, it's slated to have we slated to have 72 games. Um, camp will start December 1st, including three preseason games. This comes after uh, there were stories going around saying that NBA players, some of them wanted to start it on MLK Day. But the problem with that is the NBA would lose like an insurmountable amount of money. Buku money. Yeah, <laughs> Buku money. If they start that late. So let's assess this situation. Is them starting pre-Christmas the right move? Mel? I mean, it depends on who you're talking to. For the NBA, it's the right move because, like, you know, the Christmas Day games and that whole week around Christmas is probably some of the, bre- the best money. I mean, everybody is at home watching basketball. I'm sure all of us have sat around the TV on Christmas and Christmas Eve and whatever watching basketball. There's no way the NBA wants this league to start after the holiday season where they can't make that money. Um, I believe it was the NBA PA that had suggested MLK weekend and that's what most of the players had wanted but it doesn't seem like that's going to be happening because of just the big money that's already going to be lost. I mean the bubble you know they weren't able to get the money that they were supposed to have gotten before. They did recoup some funds, I think, because the bubble was just great to watch. We were already, po- you know, through in COVID, you know, dying for sports. I think everybody was tuning in. Um, but I don't think the players are going to get their way on this. And it seems like it would be, and, and what's Christmas about basketball to me, you know? I mean, I feel bad for the players. Like they have a shortened off season, but I feel like all sports are having a shortened off season this year. Um, it, my concern would be is if there's not going to be a bubble, they need to figure out the safety protocols because we're seeing how it's affecting the NFL, college football by not having a bubble. So they need to really figure out how this is going to work for them being out of a bubble. And then will there be fans allowed? That's a whole other thing because maybe, you know, I don't know. It's sports right now is so crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It is crazy. But, you know, the thing is, uh, this, this, Seems to me like the perfect start time for the NBA, you know, around that Christmas time. I know there are, you know, players, there are teams even that are concerned about the the turnaround because some of them went deep into the playoffs. Teams like the Lakers, teams like the Heat, they're not going to get that much rest. But, you know, you got to think about the other teams. The the eight teams that wasn't in, in the bubble, they've been out of basketball for a long period of time. And, for them to be out even longer, and then they gotta get that chemistry back. Some of them trying to work back from from injury. It just it just it just would be too much, and it would definitely hurt even more the quality of play. Um, and also, the NBA, the, the players, they gonna not only lose the NBA, not only gonna lose money, but the players they gonna lose power. They gonna lose bargaining position if they push back the season. And you know, you don't want that. You know, the the NBA strives off and thrives off you know being for the players and if the players if they're like power get taken away then we're gonna have a a a big mess on our hands so for me the players that once the MLK start they they y'all just gonna have to suck it up y'all just gonna have to suck it up and go back out there and play um Mo what you think about this I mean, it's, it just comes down to dollars and cents. I mean, we can run circles and drop, drop schemes and stuff and figure out what 
the method's going to be. It's, it's just dollars and cents. So it's basically, are we going to take an L on the loss of advertisement, the networks, that kind of thing, or are we going to uh, allow these players to pick and choose when they decide they want to play? Um, it was so funny that you mentioned all of this because LeBron had put out a post on Instagram saying that this season I'm going to cherry pick which games I want to play. Just as a joke, of course, um, but it's it's to that point because we don't know, to Mel's point, what COVID's going to bring. The numbers are climbing. Uh, you're talking about a winter basketball season. You're talking about not bubbling a winter basketball season. What is the attendance going to look like, as she mentioned? And also, uh, is it even is it even worth it? Because the thing of it is, is we don't know the logistics behind this. Now, if they do start that's great, because I, I mean, I feel like a Christmas game is always what I look forward to the most. Um, but I really don't know. I don't see it coming in January. I do see a shortened season. I do suspect that it's probably going to start late this uh, year, for sure. Yeah, it should. Uh, I, I had a nerd moment not too long ago where I tried to like condense the NBA's uh, season, the number of games. So we've been talking about that for years and I had actually got it down to 72. So. And that's fair because the season is too long. You know, we've been talking about, you know, they used to have the shorter seasons and they added more games on. So it's kind of good to go back to that retro. Sadly, you know, my Lakers only have to brag about their championship on a 72 game season. That's okay though. But uh, just to see that would be very interesting. Um, I'm ready for it. I feel like the players that opted out this season are the ones that are coming back, the ones that didn't, you know, so it's, it's a good game changer. And then the ones that weren't, didn't make it like a Golden State Warriors team. You're going to see all of that. The Brooklyn team that was broken with Kevin Durant and um, uh, um, Kyrie Irving. So you're going to see all of that now coming into the start of the season. And what better way to just try to kick it off because those players are already been ready. They're, they're ready. They're ready to go. So yeah, and, and and speaking of the Warriors, that's another perfect. Y'all, y'all just giving me great segues, great transitions to the that's next topic. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. But moving on to the next topic, Adam Silver, the commissioner, thinks that the Warriors next season, whenever that may start, next season they will return to being the top tier team that we known them to be. Remember, the Warriors went to what five straight NBA Finals, won three of them. Mm -hmm. uh, this time around, you know, they not. Gonna have Kevin Durant, but they gonna have Steph back. They gonna have Clay back. They gonna have Draymond back. It's gonna be reminiscent of that team of old that won that first championship during the run. But here's the question: Here, can the Warriors return to the top? Are they slated to go back to the NBA Finals? Mel, what, what, what do you think about that? Uh, well, the Warriors need to realize that it's not the same NBA as when they left. I mean, you've got not only the Lakers and Clippers and Nuggets, we saw perform really well in the bubble. Portland Trailblazers did well in the bubble. Uh, we're seeing a lot of West Coast teams that are really stepping up. I think for the Warriors to get back to that level, they're going to need to add a few players or at least a couple players. Yeah, Kevin Durant's gone, um, but they're also missing Andre Iguodala. And he was one that really stepped up when Draymond was in trouble with fouls or another P, you know, he was a good, still a good chunk of the piece. And we saw how well he was doing for the heat as well. So for the Warriors to get back to where they were, yeah, of course, having Steph and Clay back is going to be great for the NBA, but will it win them or get them to the top of the NBA? I'm not sure just on it alone. They might need a couple more pieces to that puzzle. 
Well, what's wrong with Andrew Wiggins? I forgot to mention his name, by the way. It's Andrew Wiggins. Can can he come through for him? you? Do you like Andrew Wiggins? Anybody like Andrew Wiggins? I, I don't really. Solid. He's solid. He's not bad. Yeah, I just not bad. I forget him. I mean, what what I'm more curious about is Giannis leaving. And if Giannis does leave, my suspicions is that he is going to go to the Golden State Warriors. Oh, if he, and if he does, then that is the attitude. That will, that'll, that will be it. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. The, you've got your two uh, perimeter shooters in Clay and Steph. And uh, Draymond has always said if he had to get traded for any reason, he wouldn't hold any animosity to the team. It'd be an understanding because he's, he's a three-time champion himself. So uh, if that came to it and they had to sacrifice some pieces to get Giannis, then yes, I could see them being a top contender. And keep in mind, a lot of these teams that we saw, key word, they were in a bubble. We don't know what the magnitude is when they're out in the open arena. We've seen it part of the regular season. We didn't see it post-COVID. So Utah, for example, had close calls of making it to uh, postseason. Uh, same with Portland. Same with uh, – and then seeing a Denver team just kind of ball out. But Denver always in the regular season when there's public, they start off on top and then they trickle down. So you just don't know what it's going to look like, you know, in that sense. If they're going to go back to a bubble – I could see Clay Thompson and all of them without a Giannis or any other attic company probably doing very well because they have a good mental, you know, game. But when you're playing teams that were kind of seasoned to that, it could be a little challenging for them, but they're shooters at the end of the day. They haven't lost their shot. Uh, the, and, and I'm not even going to talk about Steve Kerr and his coaching because I don't think he's like the best coach, but I'm just saying you got two juggernauts of shooters and it's still a shooter's game. We don't know what LA is going to look like. They're getting, you know, different pieces and parts and moving and making kind of different. We just don't know what the West is going to bring when it's open to a public and it's like a, a different type of setting. Adam Silver, let me, let me keep it a book with you. Let me keep it a hundred with you. You expect the Warriors to return to the top. It's, it's not going to be that easy for them. It's not going to be that easy. Like Mel said, the NBA has changed from when they dominated. And like we was mentioning on the last topic, they haven't played in a long time, especially Klay Thompson. We don't know what type of basketball shape he's in. Uh, this team, the way they're constructed right now, is not built to compete in for the Western Western Conference supremacy and along the NBA Finals. Um, they they still need to figure out the rest of the roster. Uh, they don't have strong bench production like they used to have. They got young guys coming off the bench. Um, Draymond Green, I, I, I don't know what happened last season, but it happened, and it wasn't good for him. And you know, I and Andrew Wiggins, I don't, they got to figure that out too. Um, even though I like him, I don't think he's a bust like everybody be saying he is. But then again, you know, how is that gonna work exactly? And what are you gonna do exactly with that number two overall pick, which is very valuable? Are you gonna trade it away for some pieces or are you gonna draft somebody? Like I it's just too much right now. They're willing to, to trade. The They've already said that they're willing to trade their number two draft pick. I thought it was a, <laughs> yeah, they said they were willing to trade it. So uh, don't be surprised. I can't count Golden State out. I, I'm not and, and me being a Laker fan, I feel like we're gonna win the back to back championship uh title for next year. But I'm not counting Golden State out, cause some way it's like they always they always come back. Mel, what about you? You you think you think Golden State can win the finals next year? Uh, it's too. I want to see what the puzzles are going to be, cause as it is right now, now 
Um, if they were to get a big move like Giannis, I mean, that's definitely a, a way to do it. But it's the we don't know between what happens with all these trades, how all these teams are going to look. I mean, we haven't even got that far. And I feel like the way this year is going, there's going to be a couple. We already had like, what was it, a year ago when a bunch of these trades happened and there was some crazy stuff going on. Like, we don't know what's happening until almost that last minute. So I want to see what happens um, with trades and what happens when the season starts. See kind of how the guys are feeling. Like you said, these, some of these teams haven't played in so long and some of these players haven't played in over a year or two. We don't know what they're looking like. Yeah, it's a it's a dicey situation for all Warriors Warriors fans. Slow down a little bit, Adam Silver. Slow down a little bit, but let's switch over to to football. To football, as of right now, the Packers are playing the Forty ers and the biggest story involving the game is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo will be out for the foreseeable future, and I've seen some things about Jimmy Garoppolo that makes me want to talk about this. Um, I've seen different websites and players, old players like Steve Young saying that they don't think Jimmy G is the future of the 49ers. They think that this is it. The 49ers should look to move past him. Uh, There were other former players such as Joe Staley thinks that Jimmy G is the right fit for the team. Uh, here goes some stats about Jimmy G since his stint with the 49ers. Uh, I believe he's 22-8 and eight as a starter, 30 games. He's been – this is fourth season there, but he hasn't played a lot due, due to injury. 46 touchdowns, about 25, 26 picks. Last year he did go to the Super Bowl. Um, that was his, like, first full complete season with the 49ers. And remember, he only threw eight passes in that game, in that championship game. So here's the, here's the big question. Is Jimmy G, is he the future of the 49ers? Should the 49ers or should, should the 49ers move on from him? Should, what, what should they do with Jimmy G? Uh, Mel, let's start with you. Well, first of all, I hate the Niners, so I could really care less <laughs> what they do with him. Um, they could keep him for all I care. They could not. I don't think he is a franchise. I don't think he's the going to be the star for uh, for the Niners. I feel like he has moments, just like a lot of the quarterbacks out there. Some days they're on, some days they're off. It all depends. Um, I think Greg Kittle definitely de- or George Kittle definitely deserves a better quarterback the way that he performs. Someone that can feed him more, so that his star caliber can excel even more. Um, Whoa. Are you? I- with Jimmy yeah. G, he wins though, but 22 and 8. But here's the deal. Did you see? Okay, so we saw the Seahawks game on Sunday, right? Jimmy G couldn't do nothing for like that first half. I don't even remember who their backup is right now. They put him in, and he literally, granted, our defense slacked the last, the fourth quarter pretty, pr- pretty hardcore, but they literally slack. came back and were within a, a touchdown or two throughout the rest of the game. They were no longer losing by 14 or whatever the case may be. So, Mullins, that's it. Mullins. Nick Mullins. Mullins. Nick Mullins. Yeah. With some respect and on his name. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I mean, for <laughs> real, like he definitely did a great job bringing the team back into a, to making it closer game. So I feel like, you know, in the meantime, he can cover, but I feel like at some point there's got to be some more quarterbacks out there that can handle a little bit better than Jimmy G. Well, Mo, what, what, what or do you keep think about? his sorry self. No, 
<laughs> you know, as a Rams fan, you know, you know, I, I kind of feel the same way. But you I know. mean, golf can't really help you guys out right now. Either. Hold on, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We not even gonna, we not even gonna get into that. We not even gonna get into that. We were, we a couple years removed from the Super Bowl. Remember that, but uh, but Mo, what do you think about Jimmy G's future with the Forty Nine? Should they keep on with him, or should they start moving on from him? I mean, if I was a hater to the 49ers, I'd say keep them just because they could just notoriously keep losing. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not an extreme hater to them. I mean, I'm indifferent to them, but I, I personally never saw it in Jimmy G. I didn't see what the hype was on Jimmy G. I thought he was actually uh, perpetuating what the offensive coordinator and Kyle Shanahan were doing. He's not a playmaker. He can't play calls well. I, I just, I, I don't see his. I don't see his tenure being there as a, a real franchise quarterback, in my opinion. I have to agree with Mel on that. I'm not I'm not seeing the luster out of him. I'm not seeing um, him utilizing George Kittles to his potential. Uh, Mozart's out. Like, you had some great backs that could do some things, and sadly, they're just crumbling, and this might be a telltale sign that they should move on from Jimmy G. I mean, Steve Young, hey, it's Steve Young. I'm not going to dispute with a legend when he says what he means because – I trust I trust his opinion on that. I totally agree with that. I don't think he is the one. And to Mel's point, put Nick Mullins in. I don't know how well Mullins is doing tonight, but the last time I checked, they're on their way to a score and a touchdown in the first, but it got called back because it wasn't a, a proper catch. But Nick Mullins is actually moving the ball, and he's got these players, like, uh, respecting him, and they're moving the ball. So, hey, why not? Give it a try. It's 2020. What else? I mean – with this year and this time that we're in with sports, anything can happen. You know what I mean? And with the, the signs and writing on the wall, we can't predict the future, but I just don't see the 49ers. If they want to be elite winners with an elite coach and an elite line, they need probably a better, stronger quarterback and one that can actually uh, forecast uh, letting go of the ball fast enough and doing some other little things that kind of makes me mad with Jimmy G. But he just went to the Super Bowl last year. And he had a pretty That's fine. Good That's fine. You know, Cap went to the Super Bowl too off of Alex Smith. So it it's it's one of those things that you get to the big dance, and if you're this guy, you should be able to execute the ball a little bit better. You should be able to let I think he they said he holds the ball what uh 2.6 seconds. That's too long. That's too long. You need to be able to see your line like a Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes, and throw that thing out there. There's, there's not many and with Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, I'm not a fan of his like that. I don't pick him up in my fantasy. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Sorry. Phone was ringing. I don't pick him up in my fantasy. I don't. I would never use Jimmy G, because I just did not see it. It's the same way I feel about Baker Mayfield, too. So I, I just, I don't see it in them at all. I, I I think I think Jimmy G is a is a solid quarterback. Did I expect him to like take over the world when he got to the 49ers? No. I expected him to be, you know, that you know, that quarterback that we seen um last year, during last year's run to the Super Bowl. That's why I expect our Jimmy G. I think the fact that the Patriot that the Patriots traded him away and then he had a big contract that got something to do with people's expectations, but I mean, like for like to be honest, for what's worth, he just not he not that top five, top ten type of quarterback. I mean, he has done a good job, but I think the 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 biggest problem with Jimmy G is you can't trust him to stay healthy. 
He just get he gets injured too much. I don't know if that's due to well then that's all the line. Trade him then. If he can't stay but, healthy, you know, when it comes down to it, then that's all more all more the reason for him to go. But I, I don't I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. But. Well, and the other thing too is he he was he was in the Super Bowl last year. I don't think he made the Niners get to the Super Bowl. No, there was a lot of pieces on that team that really did well. Especially not only that, but there was a whole downfall of the NFC West that caused the 49ers to win that division. All of the rest of us Seahawks, Arizona Rams, all of us did not do as well as we are possibly doing this year too. So. The Niners had a lot of things that helped them get it. They were a great team, but it's not the same team as they are this year. And I know all the Niner fans are going to, oh, we got injuries, 11 people on IR. And yeah, that's terrible. But every team is dealing with major injuries from a lot of their star players this year. It's not just them. They just happen to have more. That's all. But it's Jimmy G is not the person that led them to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll 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 see how that goes for the <laughs> we'll see how that goes for Forty Nine. All right, to end things off, I always like to do this little fun town type thing. So I was on Twitter scrolling the other day, and I seen Shaq's starting five. The Shaq said that this starting five is unbeatable, and here's his starting five how it played out. He has AI, Kobe, LeBron, himself included in that starting five. Uh. And who, who was the last player? MJ, of course. I set out a challenge. Can we come up with a starting five that can top that starting five? Mo, you got a, you got a starting five for that that can beat that? I mean, he's got the right uh, elements in that that recipe for a starting five. And if you play NBA 2K like I can, you can pick a star a Legends team, and you can pick a team of great starting fives from one franchise or mix up the franchises. So it, this, this hypotheticals happen all the time because we can play the game and, and do those kind of things. I see nothing wrong with his starting five. Uh, Shaq's biggest issue is the free throw thing. Uh, LeBron can stay on the list, but I kind of look at worthy in that way. I go back to Laker legends on that. Kobe, of course, MJ, of course, uh, AI as a shooting point. I mean, he was a scrapper back in his day, but I'd also look at James Harden when it comes to that one too. Um, but I saw nothing. I really saw nothing wrong with this list. I, I was, I actually liked the tweet. I almost retweeted it. <laughs> it was one I wanted to experiment and play on the game. I was like, shoot, maybe I need to toy around with this and see what it does. Hey, I, I, I try to, I contemplate a starting five that can compete with this. Here, here's my starting five. I want to, okay. I want to know what y'all think. Okay. All right, at point guard, I got Magic Johnson. <laughs> I, I knew it. I was thinking Magic too. I was thinking that Magic piece too. But yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. I'm one up, one out of one right now. All right, shooting guard, I got D Wade. Uh, I don't know about an all like the. Don't 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 sleep on D Wade. Don't. Don't do I'm it. I'm not sleeping. I just don't think of all time, like the greatest. Uh, team. I, I, yeah, he already I got the top two shooting guards of all time. I had to go. I think that team of goats. And so when I look at that, I, I wouldn't even consider Dwayne Wade. I would probably be a second. I'd probably have him on bench. I'd do him. I wouldn't have him as a starting five. I'd definitely have him Six on the man. He'd probably be bench. He'd be coming off the bench. Okay. Okay. One out of two. All right. That's. Uh, <laughs> Small forward after three, I got KD. Uh, <laughs> on seven foot, can shoot from anywhere. 
Right, he but just stay healthy. Guys, clutch. Hey, we talking about one game here? This is one. No, this he said a series. Game. A series. We talking about one series. One series. A five that can beat this five. KD. Yeah. Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I cannot do that. I cannot do that to MJ. You got Michael Jordan. I'm That's sorry. True. There's no way. And and again, KD would be on the squad, but he'd come off the bench for MJ. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have him. I mean, he's not a point like MJ, but I'm just saying I wouldn't have two shooters like that on a starting five and, and with when you got Michael Jordan out there. I'm sorry. He doesn't have the GOAT mentality yet either. He like, doesn't. He really doesn't yeah. have that edge either. He's not a scrapper. Yeah, MJ never, MJ never guarded a seven-foot guy with this wingspan that can shoot the ball from anywhere. Yeah, but he could probably do dance moves around KD, too. He could fly over KD. I mean, my goodness. KD stepped his defense up, you know, for the last few years. Yeah. All right, keep going with you. Yeah. I'm going to chalk that up as a yes. Uh, at, At the four, at the four. I put uh, Hakeem at the four. Hakeem? Olajuwon? Uh-huh. And not Carl Malone? Huh? Nah, I'm, I'm not the biggest Carl Malone fan. What? But the mailman had power, though. I mean, that, if you're going to do this, you got to do it right. <laughs> I don't mind Hakeem Olajuwon. I mean, I, I'm good on that, but I'm just saying, you can't... It's, see, this This is why I hate these type of things. Because you want to... You, you mention these legends, and it's like, but you've got mailmen out there. Or you got that footwork, that defense, blocking the shots. And remember what happened when he went against Shaq in the finals. Yeah, but he's so playing. him playing center, not the yeah. yeah, because I, I I got a like a center center at, at five. Oh, okay. Who's your center? Kareem? David? Mm-hmm. Will Chamberlain. Oh yeah. Will Chamberlain. Will. Oh, yeah. what's, hold on, wait a minute, man. What's that face? It's the Lakers thing. That don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> the legends came out of LA. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. I get it. No, I mean that's why I, I, mean, I respect Will game. He changed the he was another goat. He changed the game in that era. Like you can't deny that. He did. I mean but, you, you know, know Lakers always get side eyes for me. <laughs> I mean if you're gonna do Wilt, you're not gonna do Dr. J. Like I don't understand. Like this is this is why this gets so crazy to me. But see, can Will go against Shaq though? That's the only thing. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Shaq's a big dude. I like, is it? We've seen David Robinson go against Shaq, and there's been some right. good matchups there. I think like yeah. Robinson could have been a good fit at five to go against Shaq. I don't know. But that's the thing is that it's hard to put all these different people from different, you know, decades together because you're trying to figure out, well, how would someone's game have changed that they were playing currently or vice versa? How would someone else's game change that they were playing back in the 70s or 80s? We don't know. So it's just it's to where they played in that era. So you don't get any special advantages when you add right. the so yeah, so I mean, hook shots can only do you so much. Do you so much after a while, you know? Right. This league is not about hook shots no more. Wilt ain't going to hit it past the key. Like, I'm just he's saying, not going to be out past the key. Seven two, <laughs> give me them twenty five rebounds, eighteen block shots. I really have to give me that. 
height I see. But was he jumping as high <laughs> yeah. as these guys can now? Like, we don't know. These guys could be jumping way higher because of training, elite athletics, and whatever else. And he could see, be jumping we, we, over we, seven. Y'all, 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 getting, y'all, y'all getting too deep. Y'all getting too deep. <laughs> we talk, y'all talking about vertical and all that. James has never been hurt. Like, literally never been hurt. I mean, stop it. Like, I, I this guy is such a juggernaut. I don't even know how anybody could go up against him. Honestly, from those old errors like that. So, too. So, so what's y'all verdict? In the seven-game series, my five can't hang with they five? No, no not at all. What? Not, not at all. They'll win one. It'll not be like at all. a four-one. Win four-one. one. One. They probably win two. I take it to seven and they lose two games. Or I take it to six and they lose two. I don't know. I think Katie will get hurt in game two. He might. <laughs> he might. And I up. love Katie because he's the last standing Sonic. But I can't just bank on a seven-game series with him not being hurt. No, I got our squad in six. Point. I got our I got Shaq's team in six. In six. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Shaq had a good team. Shaq had like a good team. I, was, you got a good lineup, but it's just it's this this is the old another level. This yeah. this is on some level up stuff. You've got the pretty much evolution of Jordan to a Kobe to a LeBron. Three out of the two, and then you got a big man like Shaq. I mean, and then who was your fifth? Who was your fifth? Did you well, say Shaq's fifth? Uh, well, uh, Magic, D Wade, oh. KD. Yeah, no Magic. Will. Oh. Yeah, no, no competition. Sorry. Oh, uh, no. It's good comp, but it's not. It's not gonna be the best. You tried. I mean, we'll give you credit. It's like a B plus, A minus. A B plus, B minus. You know, A minus. It's an A minus. A minus. Oh, okay, okay. I'll take that. I'll take an A minus. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. What what a way to end the premiere episode of Stacy Owns Sports Podcast. Thank y'all for crapping on my starting five. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't put Michael Jordan in there. That's a problem for me. No, I, I'll be that's trying to come up with problem. That's a I'll big be trying to come problem. up with players that can. I know. I know yeah, what you're not, trying to do. Not like use the same players. Have no Jordan in it. There's just no no way. Or Kobe for that matter. Like I, I couldn't leave him out. But your team, your squad makes a good bench. That's for sure. Whoa. <laughs> you're like in and that with, USA. You're, you got whoa. Team USA there. Rapid right. Up, you know. But you have no mailman on your team, and I just find that kind of crazy too. Ooh. Like I, I don't know, but you know that's just that's just me. All right. See what it is. you did good. I'm not gonna give you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for what. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and um, plug your social media. Where can people find you? Well, um, we're live on Wednesdays. Usually, we're gonna go live tonight instead. But Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 10 p.m. Eastern time. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, twi- uh, Twitter, all at at Girl Chat Sports, all one word. Get a hold of us. Subscribe to our YouTube. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Girl Chat Sports, um, and like and subscribe, share, join the join the party. And I'm at, at Seattle for life. Yeah, Mo, give me your social media. Come on, where can people find you? Really, I, you know, I don't want any stalkers. You know, <laughs> okay. you can find us at Girl Chat Sports, all one word. Yeah, find me. <laughs> I actually, I'll have you. I, I'll plug my Styles page. You can find me at Mo underscore Styles with an S underscore U, the letter U, on Instagram, Twitter, um, and yeah, that's that's where you can find me. <laughs> oh, please follow them and check out. 
Share episodes live, live. I was one of those episodes. It was a great time, great yeah. vibe. Yes, we did. We enjoyed you. It was a good time. This was the premiere of SOS Stacy Own Sports Podcast Show. Until next time, I'm signing off.